Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Welcome back for our part three of Meet Me at the Crossroads. Today I am here with Cat, Heather. (laughs) There we go. It's hard to tell the usual suspects. (laughs) You're underneath me on my screen. Uh, You're both underneath (laughs) me on my screen. So, so yeah. (laughs) Uh, Technology. Technology. Check. 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 So the last two episodes, we had our coven corner from Miss Heather that was along the lines of, if you met your crossroads demons and was making a deal, what would it be? And I think my deal would be that Bentley lives as long as I do with no health problems. That's a good one. I'm upset at my basic bitch answer. (laughs) Well, no, no, hey, no. your basic answer means that you can take care of your cats. Yeah. Yes. So, like, that's still good. Pay for their yeah. asthma medications. Yeah. Heather's was essentially <laughs> the uh, the money makes the world go round song from Cabaret. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Money. Yeah. Sorry. This is okay. There's nothing wrong with that answer. Listen, I love that answer, though. Take that. Sir Bentley. Capitalism exists. I love that. Will he be okay? But if he gets super old, will he just turn all gray? Will he become a gray dog? <gasps> oh my gosh! Um, you know, maybe. Who knows? He it's starting to take over. Definitely his face. It's taking yeah. over his face. I for like sure. his little muzzle. He's so cute. And on the underneath of his tail, starting from his butt, <laughs> is is gray underneath. So it's funny. His little gray butt. Yeah, no, his butt is still black, but his uh, coming up from his tail. Oh, so like he is. used to have like one or two little white t- hairs and on his tail, and now it's starting to increase. Yeah, but just underneath the top of his tail is still fully black. Hmm. It's weird. I'm gonna have to see a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send you a picture of Bentley's butt. Yeah. Oh, but that's such a good one. I really like that. I don't know if you can see Skelly, but Skelly is like. Uh, no, I can't see Scully. Uh, but I could tell that you were laying down. Oh, there she is. Yeah, that's not my leg. That's Scully. <laughs> well, yeah. Pretty sure your leg is not that... That tan? Coffee cream color. You know, you were the second person who has said she's that color today. Someone saw her that's said, the, That's the color that the I color like to drink my coffee. coffee. And I went, thank you. <laughs> that's So, for reference, funny. when we're out and about, someone's like, Oh, you know, how much cream would you like in your coffee? And be like... The dog, I want that color. And I'll point to Bentley and be like, that one. <laughs> I need I need an in-between <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, I actually went in a different direction than you two for the Crossroads thing. I went more of just like a Crossroads spirit. Uh, there it. are no deals to be made. Oh. Not really. So, this is from, this is a... A creature from Brazilian folklore 
and it's believed to have originated in the medieval era. Ooh. Um, this is the headless mule. So the mule's appearance varies from region to region with its coloring being brown or black normally. And it has silver or iron horseshoes that produce the ringing trotting sound that is said to be louder than any horse is capable of producing. Oh, so I hate him. (laughs) I would say that these people have never heard a Clydesdale. Ooh, those (laughs) bitches loud, true. (laughs) So despite being headless, the mule still neighs loudly and sometimes it moans like a crying woman. And... In its non-existent mouth, there is a bridle. I and I don't moan when I'm crying. Do you guys moan when you're crying? No, that that threw me off too. Um, Could be kind of like a. That's a whimper. You know? Well, okay, I'm sorry that I'm not full-blown crying into my mic. <laughs> she, she didn't write the research. Obviously, a man wrote the research. Like, no, I, just... I, I guess I'm just imagining like. Uh, and then, I can, I'm not gonna moan on. No, you were about to, and I was like, "Are it's you not a this? sensual we... moan?" <laughs> like that's a grunt. What's... <laughs> no, that's a sexual moan. How dare you? <laughs> we have derailed Morgan. So, okay, Morgan, I need to, you to do your best horse uh, mule moan for me. Okay. So it neighs, and then it goes, okay, so that's, that's, that's sound its non-existent, um, that's its non-existent nostril spewing fire. That is absolutely the sound bite. And can that's I just it, say, baby. because we got it, because we're using um, a Facebook video chat instead of Zoom, everything's cutting out. So that sounded like a possessed Scooby-Doo going ruh-ruh and then doing the little thing, and it was amazing. I just wanted to give you a uh, pause for that. Okay. I marked it down. I'll use that. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, despite the fact that it does not have a head, it does shoot fire from its nostrils or from its, like, severed neckline. Okay. Um, okay. I can get um, the severed neckline because nostrils, if you can't see where they – I guess you could estimate – I just don't like this headless thing, (laughs) okay? We're moving on. Yeah, it's strange. (laughs) Um, So this creature is actually under a curse. And most tales say that the mule is the ghost of a woman that was cursed by God for her sins. God! Which are often said to be fornicating with a priest or being his concubine within the church. (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, Well, it's not my fault for being hot. Like The priest should control himself. Sorry. Yeah. I have, I have she's just hot this. and living her life. She's not the one with vows, my friend. It is the priest. All I'm going to say is <laughs> so if you that haven't was... already, this is a great example of evil women, which I just talked about in our most recent ice cream social. So, bam. bam. Get out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, Bentley. Bentley. Hey, don't force him if it's not ready to come out of the closet. We are just out of Pride <laughs> Month. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> third episode giggles, baby. Yeah. Um, her 
Her ghost is condemned to turn into a fire-spewing, headless mule, galloping through the territory of seven parishes from Thursday's sundown to Friday's sunrise, Ooh. starting and ending when she reaches the parish where the sin was committed. That's a rough work Making week. other... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's just... It's just... It's a night. Thursday sundown to Friday sunrise. It doesn't matter. I think there's some regulations that say she cannot work that long without a break. Also, seven <laughs> parishes, are they, like, down the road from each other? I'm just saying. OSHA violations. Probably in a line or something. But other versions of the condemning sin include infanticide, sacrilege against the church, and necrophagy. Okay, so the last one, get it. Uh, like, yeah, I understand no, why that would be punished. Yeah. Well, and infanticide. Yeah, don't kill oh, yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, that's fair. Don't just walk up to a toddler and kill it, please. Um, and this is where the crossroads come in. Okay. It's not a huge part of the story, but it was in there. The transformation from ghostly apparition to headless mule occurs at a crossroads. Because mm. the veil is thin at the crossroads. But can we have, like, a so. swan princess story where she, like, there's a... <laughs> And Ooh, prince hold that, on oh really H hold on <laughs> really you ask and so, you shall receive <laughs> <laughs> um you won't like it um, but yeah somewhat yeah a person <laughs> be careful what you wish for <laughs> um a person who encounters the mule should not cross its path or the mule will follow the offender and trample them down mm. instead one should be brave enough to try and remove the curse or just lay face down on the ground, covering your teeth and your nails or anything that's shiny, and just hope the mule will fail to notice your presence and trot away. <laughs> Apparently, they have poor eyesight. Okay, well, I mean, they have, they're missing a head, so I mean, like, <laughs> you know. They're too busy with the so flames. Now, um, now to removing the curse. Yes. There are ways this transformation can be reversed temporarily. One, by spilling the mule's blood with a prick of a needle mm. or by tying her to a cross. If you spill her blood, the transformation will will be prevented while the benefactor is alive and lives in the same parish in which this feat oh, was accomplished. You gotta stay? Conditions. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like no. And if she is tied to the cross, it said she'll remain human until the sun dawns but will transform again the next Thursday. And then, here you go, cat. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> okay. There is a, a more long-lasting removal of the curse that can be achieved by removing the bridle, in which case the woman will not shapeshift again while the benefactor is alive. Tying the bridle back to the woman's mouth will return the curse. Kinky. When the mule changes back into a human, into a woman, she'll be completely naked, sweaty, and smelling of sulfur. When the curse is removed, it causes such relief that the woman usually repents her sins and marries the benefactor. Uh, AKA her prince. Uh, <laughs> Careful what you wish for. So, yeah. okay, I'm confused now. So this is like a real person? Like, like, what, is, is it a ghost? It's a person, but like, the curse is like, long-lasting? Like, like, you can live... Yeah, so it's a real person that God then curses to be, like, a ghostly apparition that turns into a headless mule. 
we're playing with God's rules. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, No, I, I know, and I shouldn't be trying to, like, unpack it and analyze it, but I'm also like, so they have long lives, so when they turn back to human, they don't just, like, turn into dust? If there was more to this story, it was in Spanish, so <laughs> I don't know. Well, there you go. We need to know because Heather and I friend. are both sinners and uh, need to figure <laughs> out how we're getting out Excuse of this. Excuse you! <laughs> Rude! We are all sinners. So at the very I mean, end, there was this last little yeah. tag on that I appreciated because I had the same thought y'all did, which was, what about the priest? Why does he get punished? Yeah. Thankfully, there is a similar tale of the headless priest where a curse is placed on the sinning priest and the his headless ghost rides through the night on a normal horse. Just like Washington Irving's story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow okay. with the headless horse. But like he gets transportation and is just headless and not an entire ass horse. He he gets yep. to still be a humanoid creature. Like it just doesn't he, seem fair. He gets off easy because clearly she seduced him. Gouge you know? your eyes out like Jesus wanted. This is this makes just just gives me the same Sorry. like rage internal rage that I had inside <laughs> flames flames out of the side of my head as yeah. when I read the scarlet letter and it was like, everyone's like she's horrible she had an affair yep. and then the dude like at the end is sorry spoilers but he like rips open his shirt and has a scarlet letter on him too oh no he suffered just no he hasn't he wasn't socially no. exiled. <laughs> okay. You know what? Not my business. We have feelings about Not my this. business. It's just not <laughs> fair. It's just... Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> also, I'm in, I am intrigued by the connection to the Headless Horseman um, yeah. story. It's... Did this happen in, like, European areas, or was this an American tale? Um, well, it's believed that the Headless Horseman tale added on to this folklore in Brazil was just, like, an import. Yeah, pre- or okay. post-colonialism. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm like, where, what, you know, what, what, where are we? What are we doing? Well, that's actually, okay, so, like, we're all filled with feminine rage now, but it is an interesting Yeah, yeah, it um, is really cool. Story. Yeah. And the idea no, no, that the change happens the at the crossroads. I, and also, yeah, lesson, well, don't which... seduce priests. Which Do. just made me think of, did anyone else watch Fleabag? Yes! Oh my god! Okay, I haven't you seen You can't it. make a priest be that hot. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen clips of it, and I'm like, this is gonna be rough, isn't it? Oh <laughs> like, no, I sobbed. I sobbed while so watching good. Fleabag. Uh, because there's so, like, that entire arc is, it's not very yeah. long. But it made me feel feelings. Um, and so I sobbed heavily <sighs> towards the end. But... Um, I and if showed she that does, art. it's going to be really bad for me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, no, I think it's, there are specific things that get me. Um, yeah. And I would say right person, wrong time tends to be something oh, that really gets yeah. to me. Um, and so I showed that arc to my friend Austin, and he's like, I don't get it. And I was like, ah, how do you how do you not get it? It's perfect. And he's like, it's just the whole priest thing kind of bothers me. And I was like... <laughs> anyway that's what makes it hot <laughs> listen religious i've said this uh, i think off of our recordings but religious trauma shows up in many ways uh yes. <laughs> yes. and you know priests being hot is one way i don't even have catholic trauma well religious trauma general like in general yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, and I just like that actor, too. So I'm just kind of like, the actor specifically is hot, and then you put him in this character where, like, you're not supposed to be attracted to him, but you, but also he's being written so that you are attracted to him. So, yeah, like, you're he's... manipulating me right now, and I don't appreciate it. And he's an incredibly <laughs> fl- flawed character, but he's funny, and he has these wonderful things that he says about optimism and hoping for the best, and you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. you're just beautiful and wonderful. Okay, we should start stop talking about how we're going to sit and become headless horses, um... So we, <laughs> we don't want that lifestyle. So okay, I just one last question about the tale. Um, can the curse of the priest be broken? Do we know? Heather, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, okay. Here's here's the deal, Heather. We're gonna go and we're gonna like chase down his horse. We're gonna remove the bridle from his horse and we're gonna be like, marry me, and he'll be like, no, and then that'll be how we figure it out. But I don't want to. What if we remove the bridle from the headless mule and put it on the headless horseman? Does he become? (gasps) Well, that's what we should try. We should. Yeah, I like that one better. Bridle on the man. Yeah. This is someone's fetish. (laughs) I know we're going down a slippery slope, but this is for research. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, as we've been discussing with Catholicism and shit like that, this whole story, it it really. draws back into women are sinful mm-hmm. and she becomes a mule because she's just given in to her animalistic urges having mm-hmm. sex with priests and so that's you know this what it all comes back down to i'm also getting trying my, to control women i'm also getting the whole uh was it titania who had an affair with the mule beast in uh, midsummer night's dream yeah the donkey yeah. Mm-hmm. getting titania mm-hmm. vibes it's great I love it. So, yeah. That was mine. Not such a big emphasis on the crossroads, but I still thought it was Yeah, and it's definitely an area that I... We don't hear much about... Okay, so because of how we're taught history, it's very, like, Western European medieval times. is. So it's very interesting to hear what's going on folklorically, even just a taste of it in a a different Mm -hmm. region that we don't learn about as much in our history classes. Pretty yeah. sure Brazil has a lot of aliens, too. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, and, it's, and it, well, the thing is, like, even if we're not talking mostly about the crossroads, the crossroads, help, like, is a vital part of the story because that's where the change happens. And we, we already talked about it in other moment. episodes, how important that is. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of nice ending with this one of, like, seeing what can happen uh, in a, a specific case at the crossroads. But, um... So, now I'm planning a wedding for myself uh, at a crossroads to see if I can also summon a devil. I don't need it. that chance. That'd be yeah. cool. God damn it. That's going to happen, but I'm just going to be over here with like... Better yet, <laughs> you need a crossroads that's like on a county line. <gasps> that feels like it would happen mm. somewhere I don't want to be, though. Like I could get hate crimed. <laughs> that feels like a place where I could get hate crimed. So... Yeah. 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 Let's not... Uh, we'll, we'll figure out a really good crossroads that's like we'll aesthetically go pleasing, corners. scenic, but also powerful. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, hey, my plans for the wedding is, uh, currently is I will have a vacation and at some point someone will marry me. So, okay. could be any of our weddings. <laughs> hey, Kat, we're about to have a vacation. Yeah, baby. Come marry me. <laughs> I'm about to say, if, if only uh, someone on this podcast wasn't just incredibly straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway <sighs> hey i have 
offered to marry you many times. Who? But Kat knows what that would do to destroy Heather. Wait, me? Wait, what? Yes. I don't recall any marriage proposals at all. Yes. I'm the mistress of you and Kat. (laughs) We can get married so that you can have my medical insurance. I'm the mistress. Remember, I have moved away, therefore I have become the mistress. Guys, this is becoming very complicated. I need a calendar. I need... (laughs) (laughs) See, it's a... Technically, marrying for insurance is not fraud. It's just unethical. Okay. I don't think it's unethical in a capitalist hellscape that we're in. But anyway, uh, talk to us on our social medias. Uh. Yes. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) uh, Let us know what you feel about, um, you know, capitalism. And uh, this topic... But you know, uh, did you did you like the crossroads topic? Do we need a part two in the future? Do you have any other topics that you want us to cover? Do you have any comments on what we talked about, like the blues performer or some voodoo voodoo or this kind of stuff? Send us your best horse moan. Uh, yes, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> and if you don't have any social media, um, please contact us through our email, possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to answer the Coven Corner questions so we can read it in a future episode. We love, we love doing that, actually. That may seem kind of meh, but, like, we actually love hearing from y'all, and we like putting it in our episodes, so please feel free to do that. And remember, whether or not you're sitting at a crossroads watching this uh, horrific moaning transformation happening of a ghostly lady into a headless mule, you could still be possibly haunted. Nee! Woo! <laughs> nee!